Welcome in the Bills Tonight Digital presented by ECMC. Maddie Glab here with the former Bill Fred Jackson. And the Bills lose in week 17 to the Jets 13-6. They fall to 10-6 in the regular season. So, Fred, what can you take away from this one? It's kind of hard to maybe gather thoughts on a game like this, of course, with Coach McDermott uh, saying that the starters wouldn't play the entire game, and we saw quite a few starters come out after the first or second series. Yeah, it's exactly what you expected, you know, uh, especially with the sloppy conditions, uh, you know, guys not playing as much or guys playing that haven't played much all year. Uh, you didn't think it was going to be the most uh, – uh, entertaining game as mm -hmm. possible, but uh, it was good to see guys get out there and give it everything that they had and, and try and make plays when their number was called. In a game like this where there's no playoff implication, the Bills already clinch into the playoffs, what do you think is the most important part about a game like this in Week well, 17? I, I think there's a couple of things. Uh, one, you want to see guys come out healthy, and there were a lot of injuries today, and that's what you don't want to happen as when your team is going mm -hmm. into a game that doesn't really have a lot of implications for anything. Uh, and two, you want those guys that haven't been playing much, you want those guys to, to get an opportunity to get better in case something happens where there is an injury and they have to step up in the playoffs. And, uh, it was good to see those guys that get out there you, like a Duke. You know, everybody loves seeing Duke out there. It was great to see him on the field. And uh, even in the, the, the situation like at the end of the game when Taron got hurt, you see Isaiah out playing that corner. You know, things like that may happen, and it's good to get those opportunities, you know, now when the game doesn't really mean anything to you. Yeah, a few other players we saw out. Levi Wallace came out pretty early after that interception. Tyan Secchi, Cody Ford. Cody Ford did come back in. Uh, we have no word on those injuries yet. Hopefully they are very minor, and these guys will be back in uh, next game once we start the playoffs. But let's send it to Josh Allen. He's on the podium with his thoughts after today's game. Face with their defense. Um, well, I mean, just just knowing the names that are, that are on their team, um, obviously, they're going to have J.J. Watt back. Um, merciless, you know, he just signed a, a new deal today. And those are guys that kind of got after us last year. I remember playing in that stadium. It's going to be loud. Um, we got to go in there and going to have to utilize some silent count, no doubt. Um, but at the end of the day, it's playoff football. It's win or go home. So got to have a really good week this week, prepare a game plan, um, and be ready for whatever they throw at us on Sunday or Saturday. Whatever day we play, we'll find out here um, pretty shortly. So it's just one of those games. It's anything can happen. Um, we're in the dance. We know that. We understand that. And we got to go out there and uh, try to execute. Not a great memory if you're there either. Right, that's where you got hurt, I think. Yeah. 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 So let's you know, try to avoid that this week. <laughs> Josh, uh, just your thoughts from the sideline today, just watching what Duke was able to kind of put together for the passing game, helping Matt out today. Yeah. Um, strung together some really good plays. Um, had a nice little double move. Catching the ball, running it with it, being really strong um, with the ball in his hands, um, the juice that he brings, the energy that it brings. Um, it was good to see him go out there and make some plays for us. And, um, you know, whatever happens moving forward happens. And, uh, you know, but that's one of the guys on our team that you just love being around. You love seeing him be successful like that. Um, you know, it's infectious what he does and, and how he plays. Um, you know, people feed off of it for sure. Skill sets kind of brings a different dimension to the passing game than maybe a lot of the guys that you usually run with week to week. You know, you get a lot of speed on the field, obviously, with the guys that have been running with you, but he's kind of got a different element to the passing game, doesn't he, with his skill set? For sure, for sure. You know, he's a big-bodied possession guy. Um, like I said, he's going to go in there and stick his nose in anything. He, he's, he's a dog. He's one of those guys that you'd want on your side in a fight. Um, you know, I think if you ask anybody in the locker room, they'd say the same thing about him. So just the way he plays the game, uh, like I said, it's infectious. You know, um, I, I can't really say much more about him. He, he played really well today. It was good to see him play, make some plays. Josh, in terms of your playing time, was that as scripted today, or did you come out of there a little bit early 
kind of coincided with the Levi one? Uh, I mean, fairly, fairly scripted. Um, you know, coach said he wanted to get get me a couple throws, uh, a couple easy ones. Get you know, let Matt go in and um, play the rest of the game, and um, you know, that's what we did. Maybe shift when both Levi and then Ty went down. Um, I mean, obviously, guys had to step up and, and play different positions, and. You know, when you sit a couple of guys that normally play and you take a couple from a different position, um, forces the hand a little bit. And, you know, it's a tough situation when you only get 46 or 47 active guys. I'm not really sure the exact number. I think it's 47. Um, but, you know, it, it, this is the league. We get paid to play. We got to go out there and play the game. Um, but, again, guys stepped up tonight. Um, you know, some guys made some plays, and it was really good seeing some guys that haven't had a lot of action throughout the year um, go in there and, and be productive. They died after he took some corner snaps. No, uh, no comment. No, he, yeah, yeah I mean, that's a guy that's willing to do whatever um, he can to help the team win. Obviously, you saw that, and, uh, you know, he, he was matched up against a pretty tall receiver, so it look, looked a little odd, but and he did his job there. Coach, you touched on it off of the top, but uh, how significant for you, for this team in general, to have made it through the regular season now to – be the five seed to be able to focus on, on you know, a very important uh, game for this franchise. Well, I mean, that's that's why we play the regular season to give ourselves a shot. Um, you know, we played well enough to get ten wins and get ourselves in the playoff, and you know, now everybody's record zero zero. Um, it's win or go home. We got to string together some really good play, um, really good plays, um, really good game plan coming up, and whether it's on Saturday or Sunday, you know, our focus is fully on Houston and trying to go out there and execute. And um, you know, it's a team that we're going to fight. Uh, we're going to be resilient and leave everything on the field. Do you feel like when you're playing in an indoor game, you can use maybe more of the playbook than you would, say, if it was lousy weather in Kansas City or even here? I mean, but um, do you feel like you can use more of the playbook indoors? I mean, I'm not really sure how that factors with us. Um, other teams may feel that way, but um, I feel like we're, we're able to still do what we want to and, um, in any kind of weather. And, you know, Dave's has full trust in, in this offense of what he calls going out there and producing and, and trying to make some plays at all this week, not keeping an eye towards next week and still preparing for what you had to do this week? No. Um, you know, same routine, try to keep the same thing, prepare like I was going to play the whole game. Um, didn't watch one thing of Houston or Kansas City. Um, you know, we'll get in that to, uh, into that tomorrow, tomorrow morning when we go in. So, you know, I'm excited. Um, this team's excited. Um, you know, we're, we're in the dance. We've given ourselves a shot, and now we got to go, like I said, execute. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. That was Josh Allen, a pretty short day for him. He was three of five for five yards. A lot of his weapons that he's used to throwing to were inactive for this game. Cole Beasley, Devin Singletary. So how do you still have a valuable game and get some valuable mental reps when you're on the sideline for most of the game in a rainy game as yeah. well? You're, you're still, as a player, you're still locked in, seeing what it is that a defense is doing to, you know, your, your offense when – Matt comes out, the first person he's going to come talk to is Josh. And that's the first thing that you want to be able to give him some information when he goes back out on the field that he can use to help, you know, him succeed. So as a player, you're still locked in. You're still watching your teammates out there perform. You still want to see what potential defenses you may see next week. So uh, and, and how you would want to counteract those defenses. So as a player, you, we talk about getting mental reps all the time. That's one of the biggest things you can do when you're standing on the sideline is watching mental reps and seeing what it is that you can do to counter out whatever defense is throwing at you. Josh Lossel said that he didn't watch any Kansas City or Houston film uh, this week ahead of looking past this game and into the playoffs. How important is that to hear a player say that they weren't 
too focused on what's ahead. He was focused on this Jets game, even though he did play so few snaps. Yeah, I think as a player, that's what you want to do. You never want to overlook a, an opponent, and even though you're not going to get as many reps as you're accustomed to, you still want to be focused and, and have your craft fine-tuned when you're going in to play that team. And that's one thing that, you know, he alluded to. I wanted to be prepared for these guys, and now he gets to put all his energy and, and, and his focus into whoever it is they may be playing this weekend. Well, the final score was 13-6, to but let's look back at the highlights and see how they got there. Bills and Jets wrapping up the regular season. Not too cold in Orchard Park. Scoreless late in the first. Sam Darnold's pass for Ty Montgomery deflected by Taron Johnson and picked off by Levi Wallace. He was injured on that play. The Jets lead 3-0 at the half. First possession of the third quarter. Matt Barkley sacked by Jordan Jenkins and Jamal Adams. He fumbles and is recovered by the Jets. Tied at three in the fourth, Sam Darnold hits Jamison Crowder for the one-yard score, and it's a 10-3 Jets lead. The Bills driving with just over four minutes to play, but Matt Barkley is picked off. The Bills would not find the end zone and score a touchdown. They had two field goals, but the final was 13-6. Barkley 18-35 for 232 yards. Isaiah McKenzie had two carries for 30 yards. Duke Williams six catches for 108 yards. Corey Legit six tackles. All right, we have Coach McDermott who is now on the podium. Let's send it over to him. Okay, sorry to keep you all waiting here. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we came up short a little bit today. I thought it was a good opportunity to get the guys out there and get get uh, some quality reps from some of the guys that don't get maybe as many line of scrimmage reps as they did today. Um, and it was a good look at some of those guys. And uh, so we came up a little bit short. Um, certainly we need to do some things better. Um, but our focus at this point moves on to the playoffs and, um, and continuing to grow as a football team. So with that, we'll open up to your questions. John, it didn't look good for both Levi and, uh, and Secchi. Do you have any uh, idea? Yeah, that? I don't. I don't, Sal. Um, so I'm going to go back in here and talk to the trainers and see, see where it is. It's a bit part, but taking Kevin Johnson out yeah. seemed like the obvious move there, right? Right. Just to make yeah, sure. we were just trying to make sure. Um, you know, we were we're a little thin at that position to begin with, so uh, Levi and Kevin were out there, and they're going to try and roll them, and and that's where you just run out of bodies, to be honest with you. And so, just, you know, hate to see that happen. Um, you know, made a good play. Um, so we just. Um, I'll get a better feel when I get back inside here. Along, okay. the, along those same lines, when Cody went down, was there any thought to maybe even putting Lee Smith at, at tackle? Yeah, I mean, you know, you try and get to your ex contingency plan. And uh, I'm even, I was even, you know, thinking, hey, should we just try and run it? And we put Isaiah at corner for a few reps at the end of the game. Uh, looked like he did good, so maybe we'll evaluate that. Um, I mean, I just, he didn't blink, which is, which is, you know, uh, admirable at that point. Um, so just trying to protect ourselves more than anything at that point. With respect to stepping up, Coach, just the game that Duke put together yeah. today. And is there an opportunity for guys that played in this last game to merit consideration yeah. for playing time going forward? Absolutely. Yeah, there is. Absolutely, Chris. And we, and we you know, we had a good week of practice and, and we got some good work in there with some guys working against uh, each other. And, and so it gave us, again, an opportunity to evaluate and watch how guys handled the week and then how they handled today. Um, and again, it's all about us growing as a football team. Who can help us the most? Does Duke um, present a different element to your passing game? You've had a lot of speed on the field. And that certainly helped you guys this year. But just 
the physicality that he has just seems to be a different element that he can bring. Yeah, I mean, there's, he's a tough football player. Um, he's, I mean, the, the fans, you know, he's, a, he's obviously uh, popular with, with the fans and love the juice, love the energy, the toughness. Um, so he's a young player, though. You know, there's some plays I know he wants back, um, some fundamentals in there uh, that we've got to improve on. But I thought, uh, to, your, to your question, that he, he brought us some energy today. Last year you played, you went to Houston, you played them pretty much toe-to-toe, but for a few plays. And I know in the football world that's an eternity, you know, between then and now. Does that give you any sense of confidence or looking at that film from last year for game planning? Uh, you know, the, each year is different. Each team is different. Each year is different. Uh, I, I'll just say this. They're a good football team uh, with playmakers, and, and they've been to the playoffs uh, a number of times. Um, so uh, we're going to have to have a good week of, of work here. Around the building, you've changed the, the signage from the you know, playoff caliber to championship caliber. What, what's the message there? Is it that the next step? Yeah, that's that's the goal. Um, and so the way it works, you know, we, we, we came here with a, with a uh, obviously a goal of making the Super Bowl, but it's how you get to the to give yourself a chance. And that's where playoff caliber comes in. And and that's a day to day standard, a day to day barometer of, of uh, the standard. And so now now that we're in as of a week or so ago, we changed it to championship caliber. And and we know that we respect the, the challenge that's in front of us, too. And that's where we're trying to go as an organization. It's going to take all of us. And we've got to have a really good week of focused week here as we move forward. Sean, you looked at their film, I'm sure, both, well, probably the Chiefs and Texans, but Texans now are your opponent. Their offense, what, what do you think would concern you most about what they do, what they do best? Yeah, Sal, I'll, I'll, I'll give you more. Um, you know, uh, when's my next time? Tomorrow? <laughs> and the day after that, and the day after that. No, I mean, they're a good football team. You know, Deshaun's a playmaker, and of course, they've got the receivers and everything in a running game, you know, and um, some some play some players on defense as well. So they got some playmakers that have that have generated a lot of plays over the course of their career to this point, and and so it'll be a big test for us. I'm sure that most NFL head coaches feel this way because the 16 game season can be a marathon. But how battle tested do you feel your group is for playoff football in light of what you guys have been through this year? Yeah, I mean we've we've. Um, you know, we've gone on the road. We've played close games. Um, I just think you've got to. It's 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 one game seasons here on out. So you've got to you've got to have a good. We've got to have a good week of, of preparation. Our players need to get their rest, and uh, and then we'll take it one day at a time. John, two parts. One, was that as scripted for Josh today in terms of the amount of time uh, that you wanted him in there, and how prepared do you feel he is for this next year? Yeah, give or take overall. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and as far as prepared. Um, uh, for this next game, next challenge, yeah. I mean, look, he's a he's a first first. Um, you know, this will be his first um, you know game in the playoffs. So um, you know, it'll be a lot of our players' first game in the playoff, right? In the playoffs. So another great another opportunity to grow as a football team. In this case, for Josh and and for us as, as a team. And and uh, like I said, you've got to earn it, right? These these wins in the playoffs don't come easy. And, uh, and we've got to focus on the process this week, getting in uh, and having a good week of preparation, focus week of preparation. How did you know that you could go to Isaiah McKenzie as a cornerback? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, just uh, give John Butler credit, our DB coach. Um, you know, he, he talked with him a little bit um, during the game, and Isaiah didn't blank. And, and so it's just knowing your players, right? And, and uh, our guys are tough, man. They're, they're tough. And, 
it's fun to watch him out there, you know, compete. And, um, and we got off the field, I think, when he was out there uh, one or two series as well. So it was good to see. Do you ask? I mean, is it an open question on the sideline, like who wants to do this? Not necessarily. Yeah, I don't, we don't take a vote or anything. <laughs> um, there's not really time for that, uh, nor that's not really how we work anyway. Um, but I uh, just I think, um, again, I, you know, I, I praise him for it because uh, you don't find that often. Um, so pretty cool situation. Don't like being in that situation, but a pretty, pretty cool the way he handled it. Second coming of Deion Sanders. People looked at it, and you had to almost face criticism for the, the the team maybe not proving anything because the schedule was considered soft. But as you've ramped up here, you've had very important games here in the last month, prime time, flexed, all that stuff. And I know it's random, but if you could have stacked the schedule the way you wanted to, it, would it pretty much resemble the way you were able to play it out with getting – you know, having the important games be here towards the end of the schedule as you're <coughs> ramping up towards the playoffs. Yeah, you know, t you know, Tim, I know every game's important. You know, if you don't start the season well 16 weeks ago, 17 weeks ago, you know, the season may go differently, right? So every game's important. Um, teams that start um, in one, you know, fashion don't always end up in that fashion in terms of the win-loss record. So. You always look at the schedule, and people always want to say, "Well, who's you know, is this team going to be tough? That team?" You, you never know. Every that's where I think this is the greatest league in sports because of uh, the parity that's in the league, in and around the league, and every every year is different. So I'm just proud of the guys, the way they've improved every week, um, and focused on the next week, which is uh, a big challenge against the Texans and a good football team, like I've said on all, in all three phases. All right, thanks, guys. That was Coach McDermott after the game. And the defense held this Jets team to just 271 yards of offense. Uh, they were 5 of 14 on third down. And to have a lot of these starters not play a bulk of the snaps and then have someone like Isaiah McKenzie, who's an offensive player, go in and play corner for a little bit, what does that say just about the strength of the defense when, when we're looking at second and third string guys who are still playing uh, the Jets pretty well? Yeah, I think when you look at this team, that's what you look at is the way that this defense plays well, no matter who it is that they're facing or who's on the field. So uh, this team is going to go as far as this defense can carry you. You know, there's a lot of weapons on offense, a lot of guys that can make plays for you. Uh, but the consistent cog in this team and the way that it's been rolling for two years now uh, is the defense, you know, and when you got guys that they constantly roll through or guys that are seeing a lot of playing time, it allows you that when guys that aren't normally playing are not out there, the guys that haven't played as much but still got some playing time are, are out there making plays for this team. So, and this is a good Jets team. This is a Jets team that's six and two over the last eight games. So uh, when your defense goes out, defense goes out and gives you that opportunity to win against a team like that, uh, that's what you're looking for, especially ramping up and going into the playoffs. Yeah, this defense has kept this team in a lot of games. When you look at the losses on the season, uh, finishing 10-6 and six in the regular season, all but one of those losses were one-score games, the lone not-one-score game being that Eagles game, which this team played very uncharacteristic, I would say, in that loss to the Eagles at home. Uh, so when you are losing by one score in, in five of those six losses, that means this team, I think it, 
that says a lot about the playoff caliber that this team has. Yeah, and I think that's one thing you have to look at at this team is they're they're in it week to week, you know, and their 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 mindset isn't you know we lost or you know we lost by this and we lost by that. They they continue to fight, and that's what they're going to do. And when, when you got great coaches around you like you know McDermott, you know Dable and, and Frazier all leading those teams, uh, it allows this team to just continue to grow as a team and find ways to win and. You know, you heard it alluded to. This is a battle-tested team. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a team that has had to fight all year long to get where they are. And uh, any team that's going to face them in the playoffs knows that they're going to have their hands full. Speaking of a fighter, somebody who is happy to be with the Bills but always wanting to work his way into the lineup, that's got to be Duke Williams. He had 108 receiving yards today. Let's hear what he had to say in the locker room after the game. He said, you know, all week you've been telling us, you know, you have to always stay ready and it's keep a positive attitude. And did it pay off for you today to get out there and, you know, be able to do the work you were able to do? Oh, uh, yeah, it definitely paid off. I let two balls get away from me, though. You know, I dropped two um, balls. So that, that's, that's on my mind right now. And, and plus we lost, you know. I wish we would have got the victory. But we're in the playoffs and, you know, I did my part, played ball, tried to make plays when the ball came my way. And like I said, I was going to get dirty in the blocking game and I did that too. Your teammates seem excited for you. I'm how nice is that for you to see, to know that they appreciate what you're doing? Uh, man, I know them guys got my back 100%. So, you know, that's why I'd be happy to wake up in the morning, come in the locker room and be around my brothers. You know, without them, you know, I'll probably be down and out right now, you know, discouraged. But by them keeping me up every every day, every practice, telling me it's going to be all right, your time coming. And when your time comes, show them. And uh, and that's what I did. So, you know, big ups to my teammates. What did you think of Isaiah playing some corner out there? Oh, uh, man, I thought he was like um, Deion Sanders out there, you know. <laughs> that's my guy, though. He, You know, and they, they did a run play. And I'm like, oh, Lord, they're going to Isaiah's side. <laughs> they went to Isaiah's side, but he set the edge. And, you know, the defense got the stop. So, big ups to Isaiah as well. That's good. For sure, for sure. Game-winning touchdown, now a 100-yard receiving game. You've only played four NFL games. I mean, do you feel like in those four games you've kind of put it out there who you are as a player? Yeah, I kind of put it out there. I kind of established my name, but, you know, I still got more in, my, in the tank. But I'm just waiting for the opportunity. Like I said, I'm just working hard, working hard every day, stay ready so I won't have to get ready. Like when opportunities like this present itself, I'll come and perform. You know, I had smoke in my ear telling me do my thing. You know, it's on you now. And that's what I did. You know, I had to step up for my team and take care of my business. A long pass uh, down the uh, sideline. Uh, Matt had to step up. Did you break off your route or was that a go, uh, like a stutter and go? Or what? It was a double move. Yeah. You know, so Matt, luckily, he stepped in the pocket and gave me time to run it and delivered a great ball. And, you know, I just focused on concentrating on catching it because the play before that, I had dropped one. So I had to focus on catching that one, and I came down with it. Trey was talking about this week that you, you make miraculous catches at practice all the time. You almost made one on that on that first one from Josh down the sideline. I mean, how close was that? I was definitely close. I feel like if I would have dove with two hands, I would have came down with it. But I, I just dove with one. So I had one hand on it. But, you know, two hands better than one. You know, I, I'm a two-hand catcher. I'm not really a big fan of one-handers. So, you know, I let that one get away from me, too. I, that's catches I make. You know, I, I play myself. That's, I'm hard on myself. That's just how I am. You know, I'm trying to catch everything. I don't care where it's at or how I got to get it. That's just what type of player I am. Did you see Josh um, in warm-ups running some routes, catching some balls? Did you oh, see no, that? I didn't see Josh. I was so focused and happy on playing. I didn't even go outside to the tail. It was time to warm up. Had a couple one-handed catches. Oh, yeah. You know, Josh Edley, though, he do it all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
through. You're really expressive when you do catch the ball, and you're almost expressive when that ball kind of slips through your hands. You know, when that ball is coming at you, what's kind of going through your mind in that situation? Uh, nothing don't go. When I see a ball in there, nothing don't go through my mind. All I see is the football. I don't see nothing else. You know, that's just my game. You know, see ball, get ball. You know, a friend took me that since young, and then that's that's my motto today. See ball, get ball. I don't care who in the way or what I got to do to get to it. You know, like I said, I left a few plays on the field, so I got to go watch film mm -hmm. and, and get that corrected, and hopefully um, I showed the coaches enough to where I could be able to help in the playoffs. Thanks. We've known this Bills team was the fifth seed in the playoffs for a little while, but now we know who they will play. They are headed to Houston to face the Texans. They saw the Texans last year. Now both teams look quite different uh, within a year, but what's the, what's the mindset? What's your advice to this team as you switch gears and head into the playoffs, especially being led by a quarterback who has yet to play a playoff game yet in his career? Does this kind of fall into this is this is what the culture being built here is your mindset now shifts to to what coach McDermott and Brandon Bean have kind of set in place here over the last three years as to how you should operate how you should carry yourself on the field off the field especially with a team who has a lot of new players uh, and a team who's still pretty young yeah I think the the number one thing that you hear these guys constantly you know let a, let us know is that they're playing week to week. You know, they're trying to go 1 and 0 week to week. And that's the mindset you have to have going into the playoffs. You you got to win or, or you go home. And I think that's one of the things that they've they've been instilled, you know, in, from an early standpoint is, you know, we're not worried about what we got to continue to do after this. We have to worry about what it is we got to take care of this week. And this week is going down. They're playing a tough team in a hostile environment you know, with a bunch of playmakers on that team. So uh, it, it's going to be great to watch, but you just continue to come in and do the work that you what you have to do. Make sure you know what you're doing, what your assignments are, and, uh, you know, the rest to take care of itself. How important does practice become in the playoffs? I know practice, of course, is important during the regular season, but a lot of coaches say the game is won during practices during that week. Yeah, the, the team that's the most prepared is the team that's going to be uh, uh, the one that, that, that makes the most plays. Uh, one of the things that my coach used to say to me is don't, don't ever be out there hesitating. You know, get in your playbook, know where it is, know where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, and that allows you to play fast. Uh, whatever team gets in, in their playbooks, knows what their assignments are, and what the other team is trying to throw at them, that's the team that's going to make the most plays and, and have, ultimately have the chance to win the game. Next week, they'll be taking on the Texans in the playoffs. That's Always sounds nice to yeah. say, especially uh, with how well this team has played this season. Hey, for more highlights, more breakdown of the game, and some more locker room sound, make sure you head to MSG at 11.30 for Bills tonight. For Fred Jackson, I'm Maddie Glab. We will see you next time.